I, I, I kept it on my iPad just because of that topic search. I'm, I'm no, like that's what I was saying. I'm a week off of uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Jones in for it. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. No, like the topic search, like, dude, it's so convenient how you can just see everything that's ha- you can find the most random shit happening on on Twitter. Like, I watch a show and I'm like, what is America thing of this show? Look right. it up on Twitter, find all of it. Mm-hmm. So the fact that that doesn't exist on Threads pisses me and, off. And I still have the Tumblr on my phone and that kind of helps it helps a little because like if you watch a show Tumblr or a movie helps. like the Oppenheimer stuff like you can go through some of it but like me shit like yeah. Austin versus Quad is over there like yeah. it does there's nothing on that about that I yep. hate that I'm finally learning how to use Twitter as it is crashing and burning mm, it was excellent we're recording right oh yeah yeah hit that shit Hello! Welcome, everybody. We out here. We in here. We in the streets. My name is Chibi. My name is Rooster, and this is After Two Tequila Shots, an opinions podcast where we talk about current events after taking two tequila shots. It is uncensored. Unfiltered. Unpredictable. But always distilled. Let's go, people. It's Unforgettable. I legitimately was going to say unregulated by the FDA. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> so much. We in here. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, grateful listeners, we thank you so much. Uh, I'm Rooster. This is Chibi, Gemini's production. This mm-hmm. is After Two Tequila the Podcast, where we talk about stuff. Uh, we also have a guest on the pod, mm-hmm. and we'd like to introduce. Hey, let's now, start, now let's start in introductions. The, yeah, now, let's start now in the running so. for been on the pod the most. The most, for sure. J.R. Estrada. Eat your heart out, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Paul. Yeah. Please introduce yourself with a one-line bio and uh, uh, something that's happening in your life. My name is J.R. Estrada, uh, writer, educator, poet, and um, the most interesting that's happening is uh, tomorrow's my first work day of the school year. Um Yes, that's exactly my feelings. Right. Teachers going back to, mm. to the classroom. Yeah, at least my district is. But yeah, it's happening. Yeah. It's, it's August. So yeah. Jr. has decided to join us on the pod so that he can spend his first workday hungover. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them kids. That's right. Hello, everybody. My name is Chibi. I'm a poet, performer, publisher, producer, and community organizer. And I just got back from gay summer camp. Yeah. Where Ooh. I use Twitter more than I have in my entire life. Really? Yeah. The uh, literary gays are still on Twitter. Mm, they the re- X. They, they, no, they refuse to call it X. Mm. Like, that was made very clear all week. And isn't that the problem with, like, with poli- political activism when it's just, you know, done for the presentation of uh-huh. it? Like, no, stand your ground, man. Leave Twitter behind, okay? Fuck Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I actually tried to send you a screenshot of when Twitter turned to X on my phone, but because we had zero cell phone reception at the dorms that we were in this week, it didn't ever go through. Mm-hmm. But I did post it on Twitter and being like, ooh, it's happened. I think I'm leaving. And then I was just on Twitter all week. Twitter's great. It's the only way to communicate mm-hmm. with other writers, yeah. apparently. But now I'm on Blue Sky. What the fuck is Blue Sky? <laughs> Blue Sky is like one of the other Twitter alternatives that's recently come up. Mm. I, I heard that that thing is it open now? Because the last time I heard they it's were invitation like invitation only. Yeah, it's invitation only. It's kind of mm-hmm. like how Google, how Gmail started, mm-hmm. where you had to like have someone like invite you to Gmail to get a Gmail. Yeah. So it's on Blue Sky right now. Uh, that's the way Blue Sky is right now. And right now, the only person that I follow on Blue Sky is the person that invited me. Uh, shout out to Nick Anset, uh, trans writer out of the mm-hmm. DC area. 
And right now my my entire feed is just Nick. And I think I'm okay with that. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to change that. Mm. Shout out to Nick. Yeah, that's right. And my name is Rooster. I'm a podcaster here for the Gemini's Network. Happy to be here. Oh, <laughs> what's happened to me lately? Uh, I went and saw Oppenheimer. We had a little brief discussion about that. Maybe we'll touch on it a little bit later. Sure, uh, I still need to see Barbie. Uh, and then I saw Talk to Me, which is a pretty good horror movie right now. Okay. Shout out to the Aussies. It's very Aussie heavy. Okay. And uh, yeah, just happy to be here. Let's just kick this shit off. What are we drinking? We are uh, accidentally re-drinking uh, Camarena Tequila. How do you feel about it? Uh, let me let, let me do a sip because we've only done the two shots. I, w- I want to do a sip. Do you want to? I got a sip. You got a sipper. Let's see. I think it's got some spicy notes. Some uh, mm. It's definitely spicier than the jaja. Yeah. Because I am trying out the jaja from, but you guys had last week? Yes, right. Yep. You're comparing. I'm comparing. The jaja went down a little easier. I, I think this yeah. is the first time that we've had comparative uh, tequilas. tequilas. Compare to? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was interesting because I bought this in Philadelphia while I was at Gay Summer Camp, um, a.k.a. Lambda. And uh, we were at the liquor store. Because I ran out of vodka and was like, well, let me just go ahead and buy the tequila. And this had like a little tag on it that said, you know, like $2 off the most awarded tequila of 2023 or something like that. Like it won the most awards. And I was like, well, okay, let's just go ahead and try it. Um, she's got notes. There's she's depth. Yeah. Depth in flavor. I don't know if it's a hang that I want to do all the time. I yeah. think it's good to have on your tequila shelf. Actually, I think that's exactly what I said the last time. <laughs> like, if I saw this on someone's tequila shelf, I'd be like, oh, okay, right on. What was I, the price tag? Uh, it would have been 27 but it was 25 <gasps> Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. That, that, that feels like... It tastes like Jose Cuervo, but, like, crisper, cleaner, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. with, like, flavor. Much more flavor. Like, I would love this in, like, a... Um, Jalapeno cucumber Ooh, margarita martini. Yeah, martini, martini thing. Yeah. yeah. Cucumber margarita would this would be great. Yeah, that would be fantastic. All right. So. How do you feel about the haha? Actually, I like the haha. I do like the haha. Like like I said, I mean comparing to the other one, to the camarena, it went down easier. I don't think I'm just gonna pour one another one out. Now for yeah. the now, oh, we love that sound. Right. Okay. Let me do it again. Oh, Ice, I mean, <laughs> How you feel out there? <laughs> and then, now it's going. Not JR mimicking ASMR. <laughs> Here's a question for y'all. Um, do you all trust buying tequila outside of the state of Texas? Mm. I'm yes. I mean, wait, like a bottle or at a bar? At a bar. Fuck that bullshit. <laughs> Fuck bars. We were in. Fayetteville, North Carolina in 2018. Something like that, yeah. I think it's 2018. For a poetry competition, Southern Fried Poetry Competition. And we go to like a just random barbecue joint. Yeah. You know. North Carolina barbecue. People, you know, talk it up. Uh, Hard thumbs down on North Carolina barbecue. Sorry, but not Not sorry. sorry. Not sorry at all. We come from Texas. Uh, That vinegar shit is ass. Uh, And so I order, I'm like looking at like the tequila that they have. And I think I ordered, I don't know, maybe a Don Julio Reposado or yeah. something like that. Right. And as listener, dear listeners of this show, I, as I think you've uh, been educated on tequila at this point, a Reposado has like this golden color. To amber. It, right? it is uh, not quite amber. That would be an añejo. Sure. But it's definitely a goldenness to it. Uh, and, and there are different notes 
that we expect in a reposado versus the blanco, haha, that uh, JR. And and the waitress comes to me with my shot of tequila, and it is clear, clear crystal as clear. Ozarka water, clear. And I take a little sip of it, and I'm like, this is not what I ordered. And I was like, hey, I'm sorry, but this ain't what I ordered. And so she takes it back to the bartender and the bartender makes this like giant gesture of like, I'm grabbing the bottle off the shelf. I'm pouring it straight from the bottle. This is what you ordered. And I'm like, okay, well, what's in that bottle is not what is advertised on that bottle Mm -hmm. because clearly y'all are switching your shit up. And um, I also am very weary of any bars that do like 50 cent you call it because I'm like, no, you definitely replaced all the liquor in all of the bottles with like, you know, um, Wells liquors. And even though I might be ordering a Don Julio, I'm probably getting Margaritaville. Yeah. So that place in Fayetteville was, was perpetrating. Perpetrating and, 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 and racist. And speaking about perpetrating, let's get into these. We got a lot to cover kind of yeah, low key. Yeah. Like we'll try and do our best to keep it crisp, we'll but keep it tight, keep it rolling. But shit, it's been a busy week and I was disconnected from the world. And now I'm coming back to this. I can't. Yeah. Major news events recap of the week. Let's go, people. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think a Jarrett Leto moment when he came back from the desert retreat and all of a sudden we were in lockdown. I don't know that story. That's that's something that happened. He was on some fucking retreat <laughs> and then he comes back and COVID was happening and he didn't mm-hmm. have a fucking clue. He, he was says, a family member of like a publicist <laughs> that was like, yo, was, go get Jared. I mean, he, he might have been off the grid. Yeah, like, he was doing Jared Leto shit out yeah. in the desert. <laughs> doing Jared Leto shit is, should be a category of life. I low-key hate Jared Leto. And then I hate that every once in a while, 30 Seconds to Mars comes out with like a fucking banger yeah. of a song. Yeah. They got like four. What's that one that just came out? You, you did the cringe. It, so played, like- it played. No, yeah. It played recently in my Spotify. I don't remember, but I. Move. Yeah. Yeah. I hate I hate that they come out with great music because I, I, I can't co-sign Jared Leto. Um, but speaking of other celebrities that maybe are disconnected with reality. Celebrity filled today. Okay, let's All go. All week things were popping off that I was just like, damn, we got to talk about this on the pod. Damn, we got to talk about this on the pod. Damn, let's, we got to talk. Let's, so, st- let's start with Lizzo because I had to ask. I've just seen. You did not. You weren't here for it. No, I've seen references of it on you know social media, but no one's actually telling me what's happening. So Lizzo is getting sued by three former dancers of hers. Okay. These dancers are claiming, allegedly, that... That uh, a sexual harassment issue, uh, a workplace environment that was bad that also kind of perpetuated said sexual harassment, as well as religious harassment. I did not hear that part. Yeah. So this is the the tale that is being told. Uh, Again, this is all alleged and maybe parts of it that have happened, you know, have been confirmed by some and denied by others, but whatever. Uh, These dancers were saying that Lizzo is kind of a mean girl. Picking on them bit. Yeah. On top of that, uh, when they were in Amsterdam specifically, Lizzo and the rest of the dancers put apply a peer pressure of sorts to have all of them go out together and do, you know, click shit, gang shit, let's Uh roll together type shit. Uh, So while they were in Amsterdam, Lizzo takes them not to a strip club, but to a sex show where apparently in Amsterdam they do the banana show. Okay. Where they put a banana in a girl's vahuhu. Uh-huh. And then you are supposed to eat said banana. Oh. Out of said vahuhu. Okay. So, and, and, just mm-hmm. so I can get my visuals correct. Banana goes into the hoo-hoo. Mm-hmm. Pe- uh, unpeeled. Uh, yeah. And then 
you peel e. coli the, the is spreading everywhere. You That's peel the, the banana while it's in the hoo hoo. No, no, I think it's like un, I, I think it's peeled banana. Peeled banana. Just potassium in the hoo hoo. I don't see that coming out intact. I think that's <laughs> why people go to the show. I don't know. Yeah. I have yet to go, but I'm very eager and I got my bags packed. I mean, look, I come from Laredo. All right. There was Boys Town <laughs> across across the river. You know, there were donkey shows. Mm-hmm. So this is. It's not frightening. It's not frightening. It's not no. frightening. No. But the logic isn't checking out. Uh, but, but when you're in Amsterdam, they just want to see some wild <laughs> shit. <laughs> but for that to go in a lawsuit against you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm suing you because you made me eat, eat a banana out of a... Did yeah. she make them eat the well, banana? Well, that's where it comes into it. Because it's like everyone's having fun. And then it was like, hey, girl, it's your turn. And it's like, no, I don't want to. It's like, oh, do it, do it, do it. And mm. what it boils down to, in my opinion, and mm. then if y'all want to jump in, it's cool. My opinion, it's this line of boss work life uh-huh. on tour when are you off the clock and mm. are your co-workers your friends yeah and Lizzo was riding with them like these are my friends so we're doing hey girl do this shit friend shit yeah but they weren't like down to and do the shit they're not and yeah and then I long story less long they felt the pressure to do it they're like this is bad this is sexual harassment at the workplace and then with the re- the religious side of things uh, Lizzo and apparently the, the lead dancer choreographer of her group uh, very very Christian and just kind of really imposing a lot of like Christianity onto the dancers to the point where it was in the lawsuit so interesting so the uh, the subject of uh, power dynamics actually came up this week and so I think that's one of the things to keep in mind here like you said like it's Lizzo is technically their boss in that moment and so like maybe you shouldn't be going to sex club with your employees JR <laughs> See, that, that's a perspective I hadn't thought of that uh-huh. she is basically the boss of mm-hmm. all these dancers because mm-hmm. how I originally was thinking about when I read all of this because a lot of this sounds like and I say this knowing that it's three men in, in this room that have probably been around. Excuse me, two men and one gender fluid uh, person. Apologies. Yes. Uh, well, I'll speak for myself. I've been in locker rooms. Not locker room yes. talk. Oh. But yeah, no. But the thing is that if you're in a locker room, there are some people that are down with certain kind of topics, conversations, sexually explicit things. And behaviors. And behaviors. And some that are just not. Yeah. Right. And I think the, the ones that are providing this talk... Don't always consider that the people in the room that are not comfortable with it. Mm. And I think that's kind of happening with Lizzo, that she does strike me as a personality that would. Is very sex positive. Yes. Sex forward. Right. Has no problem talking about or and, going and, to. Uh-huh. And that's not necessarily cool with anybody, which is fine. Right. But I don't think. But again, there, there is the issue of the power dynamic. And then there there is the issue of not really reading the room. Mm-hmm. Of like who is cool with this and who is not and who and where am I and I'm probably gonna get in trouble if I keep pushing this with people that are not cool with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a different take. Okay. Um, Lizzo is in the wrong, so I'll say that first and foremost. I'll also say though, I think I I don't know Lizzo. Obviously, this is just me reading really? her from from afar, afar. Right. <laughs> um, I maybe have listened to ten seconds of a Lizzo song, but. I I think what I'm about to say is true across many um, art forms, genres, etc. A lot of artists are nerds. And what happens is, is when they start getting popular, 
and notable for that popularity, it's like you want to have the fun time be a thing. Molly Crew was probably doing shit like this too. So I'm not trying to say like Lizzo's in the like completely off the map. Which no one's is, ever done anything like right. this before. And yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, and, and, and that's where a lot of the reporting is coming in, sort of like painting Lizzo as like sort of body positive, like, you know, healthy, mm-hmm. quality, good, quote unquote, entertainment mm-hmm. that, you know, even kids can enjoy. Now being like, oh, she's, you know, doing this, going to banana clubs and blah, 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 blah. Um, but I, I think it's that thing of like you you have to back to the power dynamics. You have to be able to, one, understand when power dynamics are in the play. Mm-hmm. And then two, you have to check like f- business associate friendships what those equate to because i'll speak from personal experience and me and mandy lynn had a whole conversation of this shout out to mandy lynn always welcome on the pod wednesday nights after our blah shows we like to cut loose let our hair down why Mm -hmm. because it's our wednesdays so we'll drink we'll hang out till the bar closes yeah uh sometimes new poets want to hang with us and they and i don't know if they feel a pressure to like drink with us (laughs) but like that's because y'all go hard we go hard And, and, and I think that's what we're, what I'm saying is like sometimes, but we have sort of had these conversations where it's like, we need to check in, check in on the people who you're with mm-hmm. and be like, Hey, listen, we're going hard. Don't feel like inclined to do so. Mm-hmm. And then also check in, like, be sure you're getting home safe. Be sure you're comfortable. Be sure whatever yeah. is going on is okay with you. And I think there's the other thing to consider is like, what came first? You know, like, were you friends with someone before they became your employee? Right. Or were they your employee first and then you developed a friendship in the workplace? Mm -hmm. And would you still be friends with this person if you didn't work with them? Or is like your friendship in the workplace the only thing that that is keeping you all together? Right. Because that's when the power dynamics come into play. Right. If Uh you were friends with someone first, you have a different relationship with them and they have a different understanding of you. You know, than if first they're your employee and then you develop you know, an amicable relationship mm-hmm. because you have to work with each other. But are you really like if you take the work out, are you still friends? You know, right. Should you party with employee with employees and or coworkers as a uh, former manager and, you know, trainer? Uh, no. Yeah. No, it's it just it complicates things and it, it, it can get very complicated. And um, no, go go find your friend somewhere else. Yeah. Co-workers, maybe. Uh, all I'll say about that is that I have. And if you're telling yourself that you can't compartmentalize outside of the workplace and inside of the workplace uh, personalities, uh, I think you might be lying to yourself a little bit. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying as long as it's yeah. an even playing field, yeah. right? You know, if you're if you're going out with other people that are in your same, yeah. you know, like level mm-hmm. tax bracket whatever you want however you want to like you you are yeah. colleagues and companions right. not bosses and employees and, and, and that's what i've done i've been out with bosses mm-hmm. yeah i've, I've been yeah <laughs> I, i've been doing fuck shit with with bosses around i've got a party a lot with bosses yeah <laughs> and <laughs> over my life yeah no and and, and it kind of complicates the at least from being an underling it does complicate this mm-hmm. like how, how do i look at you now Right. That's like now that I've seen you act like this and talk like this, which is not like it's not a a condemnation on the behavior, but it does kind of mess with the dynamic in the relationship a little bit. Interesting. I'm able to separate the two. Right. Yeah. And then some people have. I'm maybe personally I I can't. 
mm-hmm. right? Maybe, and, and that's maybe my no my I think, thing. I right? Mean, I think I I agree kind of with you in in many ways. My thing is it's case by case because I've had some bosses who were awesome bosses who I also then partied with, mm-hmm. and they we were cool. So like, and and I I remember specifically at this one job at a call center where two of my bosses who they were awesome. When I was like, hey, I throw house parties, a lot of the coworkers are there, all the cool people that we like and enjoy are there. You should come. They made it a point like, ah, I don't know, because of they don't want power X, dynamics y, and X, Y, and Z. Uh, and and I had to go above and beyond. I'm like, listen, my house, mad cool. No one's going to do shit. We're not ratting you out. It's yeah. this. It's not that. And they came through and had a great time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it become, I, but to JR's point, I think you have to be careful when you're partying with your bosses because you cannot ever, 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 ever go back to work and then bring the party mm-hmm. to work yeah. again and com- vice versa. Right. Like you can't bring work to the party. Again, you got to compartmentalize yeah, that shit. Yeah. Separate. Because then there's also like when you party with coworkers also, and then it's just like a work vent session. Right. And I oh, hate yeah. that nah. shit too. Some yeah. people love that. It's not my jam. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go get margaritas and then just bash on our manager or some bullshit. <laughs> right. You know, like, fuck that. Uh, Christopher Diaz. Shout out to Chris Diaz. Um, always welcome on the pod. Poets now in the Portland area. Yeah, Pacific Northwest. Previously from Houston. Had a uh, passive-aggressive poem uh, in which he has a line that said, uh, uh, he's talking about, like, being passive-aggressive in the workplace and yeah. what that means, you know, and the translation of, like, what the passive-aggressiveness, you know, actually translates to. And one of the lines is like, no, I don't want to go to happy hour with you. Why would an extra hour with you make me happy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and definitely don't go to strip clubs or have sex with coworkers. Wow. Well, yeah. You know, I, some things oh. you would think need to don't need to be said, but you apparently need, they need to be said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's never a good time. No, the, the, uh, I want to add something, and I don't yeah. know if we have room for lizard brain shit, <laughs> but I think the other thing is to consider is, because it's all alleged in this podcast, right? Yes. And we, we have no proof. All, yeah. all we have is well, Instagram. Right. <laughs> I can't shake the feeling that also because Lizzo is a bigger black woman, that certain people were waiting for something to come up. No, for sure. So they the could medium. just like, jump on her and like, mm-hmm. oh, I thought you were body positive. Because that's mm-hmm. the other thing that came out too, that she was kind of body shaming. And yeah, and nah. her, like, and another, I think like a choreographer yeah. was doing some. Saying like, some yeah, sh- to another right. dancer. So I, it, uh, the feeling I get in me, in my brain is that were these dancers also kind of pushed to, hey, here's a, you, I think you have a lawsuit in your hands. Good That's question. all I'm gonna say. Were they egged into it? Well, right. I heard someone Faded. talking about it on a different podcast, uh, mentioned mentioning ambulance chasers, and I think there's there's something about ambulance chasing like like behavior, like and not just talking about like lawyers who go after like those types of cases, but I think now, especially in social media space, you have these sort of like ambulance chasing activists, these ambulance chasing like clout chasing friends, quote unquote, these ambulance chasing like business associations who to your point it's like they're just they're not there for anyone's interest except to find cracks in the armor Mm. and then shit on it and then Mm -hmm. go get the publicity go get a check if there's a check to be got um and that's not cool Mm -hmm. but I, i think the way that we solve that in some ways is people have to be cognizant of who's in your circle and and that's the thing too because cognizant of who's in your circle and cognizant of 
the facts because I think you guys have mentioned it a lot in this podcast that with social media, you kind of people just want to jump and be on the right side without knowing all the facts. No, one hundred percent. Right. So just more awareness of what's alleged, what's not, and yeah. the the court of public opinion is not a tangible real thing. Yeah, let's start. Let's compartmentalizing 2024. Mm -hmm. Let's get that train going. I mean, that's why we had to rebrand. We are an opinions podcast, okay? We are not a current <laughs> events podcast. Yeah, we are not the we, news. We do not have facts yeah. here. We just have opinions on the loose facts yeah. that we that we see happening on um, social media and and occasionally NPR. Um, also, a celebrity who went through some. Trials and tribulations. Look, bitch, fight back. That's what I'm saying. Fight Car back. Cardi B uh, was performing, and a fan threw a liquid at her uh -huh. and pissed her the fuck off. And uh -huh. Cardi B threw the microphone right back at that fan. That's right. Uh, the uh, another person who also got struck by the microphone uh, is now seeking some potential legal recourse. Now, this, there's been a trend that there's a lot more people just throwing random shit at people on stages. I did not know about this until you sent me this. And I was like, really? What the fuck is that about? Baby Rexa, who I'm mad at myself that now I know who BB Rexa is. I don't. I still <laughs> I have don't. no idea. I'm so old. And what's crazy <laughs> is, is I go to YouTube, baby BB Rexa's like music. And it's like six years old. And I'm like, what was I doing six years ago? And I'm like, oh, that's right. I was drinking and being a hoe. Anywho. Um, I think so. BB Rexa was on performing, and then someone threw a cell phone at her, decked her in the eye, and mm -hmm. basically she had to get stitches on her head from mm -hmm. from that. Drake has had things happen. Harry Styles is getting pelted by a mm -hmm. lot of different things. I Lady think, Gaga, I think. Lady Gaga. I, I think it's because there, I think there was a trend. It's because there was this trend that artists were doing, and I think they kind of set themselves up in a weird mm -hmm. way. Not blaming them, but they set themselves up where they were going to like audience members nearby and getting their cell phones uh -huh. and like, oh, you're FaceTiming this. Like, let me talk to whoever you're FaceTiming. Like, hey, it's Drake talking to so-and-so or this, you know, hey, this is Harry Styles. But now people want to start getting into the action. That's one. Uh, two, two. There's a difference between the person on stage coming to you and like the the gentle handoff of phone to hand, then pelting your phone at someone's head. What I'll say about that is that I think that's where these parasocial relationships come in with the artist because they see oh he's handing him his phone to take a selfie i'm gonna throw my phone at him because in my head in the middle of the shit it's the same thing it's not the same phone back it is not the same and it is not the same thing but check it out but check it out and this is gonna get deep for a second so let's do some let's do some light asmr 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 this is asmr hang on hang on hang on oh Yes. And here's a little a little tequila sip. So this is my second point, and this is where I think it could get deep and weird. I have a theory that Generation Z. <laughs> any any uh, any statement that starts with Rooster saying I have a theory is going to be good. <laughs> Generation Z, and 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 it's not just limited to them. I think it's it's now expanded outward into just many many facets of the United States. We're testing the matrix, which oh, has never really happened oh, before. Oh, yeah. So there's, think about it when you were a kid. Because it's the last letter of the alphabet. So what's after Generation Z? <laughs> the matrix. It's over. So what it is, is there's, the, when when I was a kid, a celebrity was some untouchable. 
Mm-hmm. For most people, it was like they're on magazines, they're on mm-hmm. movies, they're on MTV, you, they're on your CDs. They're almost not real. They're almost not real. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like they literally float above humanity. Mm. But I feel like Generation Z, and this goes to like the Tide Pod of it, where like they just <laughs> not the I, Tide no, no, Pod. I, I swear to God, you got a sound effect for that. I swear to God. <laughs> no, where going. I right. think that they they do these weird like it's that like impulse control. Where they just try out stuff because mm. they just want to see what's going to happen. So it's like, I'm going to throw something at this celebrity because they're there and and it's it's almost like they don't think about it. This is also why I think January 6th happened in a weird ass way. Because it's like, w- when we realize that the majority of rules and social order uh-huh. are just made up constructs, okay, I'm, they're I'm, testing it. I'm going to bring this into the conversation, even though we had it for later on in the show. Uh, this past weekend, a riot broke out in Union yeah. Square in New York City. And um, as far as I could understand, it was a um, a Twitch influencer that was giving out PlayStation 5s. And then... Is this Mr. Beast? No, no, no. no, no he's no. on the list, though. We're yeah, we'll get to Mr. Beast. No, it was a... Uh, damn Kai... Kai... Ken, Kai... Kai Ken... We're so old. We're so old. You know what? I just know Mr. Beast because he came out in a New York Times podcast. Kai Sinat. That's... <laughs> Kai Sinat <laughs> is a Twitch influencer and was giving out PS5s in Union Square in New York City. And I don't know how it started, but eventually shit started getting Pause. thrown. How come... PS5s are so hard to get right now. Uh, supply chain issues? I don't fucking know. That's so insane to me. Like I don't fucking know. I just remember being a kid and it's like, <laughs> do you want a PS2? Go to the store, buy a PS2. Right. But now, like, like there's the Xbox 2 also. They're like, they're just, it's it's this weird, weird I mean, the, the Nintendo uh, the Switch. Switch, Switch was Switch. very difficult for people to get for a long time. Like, what the fuck is going on? Supply chain? I mean, ASMR, ASMR, ASMR. a lot of these things come from China and maybe they're withholding. Anyway, I have no idea. So, right in any case, so a riot, like people just start throwing stuff and one person starts throwing, and then everybody starts throwing stuff. And then people start like beating up on the police that are there to like maintain order. And then they just start destroying property. And then it's just a full blown riot. Yeah. Uh, people hanging on cars as cars are just trying to drive out and like, Chaos, madness, chaos ensues. And like when you look at the videos, it is all young people of color. Uh, All young people of color. Like like for the vast majority. And it's like, yeah, I think you're you're right, where they're like, well, fuck your order, fuck your decorum. And fuck this guy. Like there's there's ten cops and ten thousand of us. And fuck who's winning. Fuck this guy who for clout and for social media is like, I'm gonna give away free PS5s for his own like you know, it's not altruism. It's no, for the views. No, it is not. It's for money. It's and 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 I think that's where we again like what is fucking real, man? Like we need to update the constitution. <laughs> like the, the, the rules are <laughs> fucked, man. Yeah. Like and, and this goes to things like think about it if you're a kid and you're you know in this era of school shooting since uh all the way mm-hmm. back to Columbine till now, like you're really literally looking at the rules of the world or the country you live in, like you're not gonna change the second amendment the system like doesn't work you know and i think we're we, and i think they're testing it they're test or, or, or pushing against it because also they're at a point in their lives where like because i'll speak to like where we were maybe you know, i don't know 15 years ago not of, longer from you <laughs> <laughs> of like i don't really have much to lose yeah. so fuck it yeah there's a have you guys seen this netflix docuseries don't fuck with cats yeah 
Yes. And you know the premise and how it ends at at the conclusion that's reached at the end of it is that this guy was serial killer, was a serial killer in the search for clout Mm -hmm. for the same thing. That's why he did all these heinous things to cats and people, because he was chasing fame. And I think and and it's that it's that they're realizing uh, certain parts of the system are broken and they can be exploited. And there's also the social media part where you do the most outrageous, extreme thing. And maybe I go viral. Maybe I throw my phone or my drink at Cardi B and I get online and I get a large following. I get interviewed by the news. I'm going to go out and give out some PS5s because I know they're in short supply and I'm going to get a hell a fuckload of following. Mm-hmm. Like the magic pillow guy with Donald Trump. Like, do you think he's there for fucking, because I mean, maybe Mike Lindell really does believe that shit, which is its own terrifying thing. Uh, But also like, he's there to fucking sell those bum ass pillows. mm. Like they never are just like, oh, Mike Lindell political advisor. It's Mike Lindell, the my pillow guy. I I think, I think it goes to that point of like, it's, it's people at a point in their lives where they don't really have much to lose and they also are looking forward and don't see much to gain yeah, either. Right. You know, like I think people that are in, in our stage of our lives, our, they, they've heard us millennials complain that we can't get, we can't buy a fucking house. We can, yeah. you know, make our degree worth anything. Yeah. But we're so in like embedded in the system that like, we also, yeah. we can't be the ones to burn it down. Right? right. Like there's just so much, so much more that's writing on it, you know, like in terms of like, our relationships, our future, our past, our parents, uh, like there's there's a lot, right? Versus somebody that's 18, 19, 20 years old. And it's just like, I mean, I don't have shit right now. Yeah. So fuck it. Yeah. Because it's like, what, what do I have for the rest of my life? Working 30, 40 years at some, mm-hmm. you know, min- not above minimum wage, but just regular job that I'm going to have a 401k for, hopefully. <laughs> At a house that I can maybe pay off in 40 years. Yeah. And then what? Like, the stock market I, don't know, make and, sense. And some of Medicaid these and Social Security it, seem to be phone. on the chopping block. And some of these people are just plain living in places that are probably going to be underwater in the next That's, decade. Actually, yeah. a, a recent study just came out that found that one in five Texans are going to be underwater in like 10 years, 10, and, 15 years. We and talk- pe- people out in the desert, they're going to probably have to live on their ground because yeah. the, this fucking heat is going to get worse. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it on the pod. San Antonio, it has coastal property. So right? now, yeah. if you buy property now in 10 or 15 years, it will be coastal property. Shit. Yeah, because the same insurance problems that are happening in Florida are now happening in coastal areas of Texas and around the United States. Damn. But I think I think going back to it, I'm not saying, I'm not obviously advocating for, for people to throw shit at Do artists. Do not throw shit. I know, right? If you're going to throw something Don't on stage, it's pods. your bra or panties. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I think that's, that's where it is. Or underwear. Yeah. Or shirt. It, it, for, for the men in the room. <laughs> I will say this, the, the, the system, the entertainment system is broken because I think the other side of it is you have a lot of industry plants or artists who just really don't lack that much talent. Like, what are you, but, but at the same time, just like everything is going up, the cost of entertainment is going up. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck am I paying all these prices to hear a rapper or whomever just sing over a track? Mm -hmm. Why am I, or, you know, just these, these, these festivals that have like 900 different people and I'm really there for two, Mm -hmm. but I have to pay $1,500 to get in this motherfucker and my own water and camp. It's it's a mess. Look, I, I'm, I have to be very upfront about this. I am not coming for Beyonce. So don't come for me. 
Them ticket prices are but them way, ticket prices are fucking ridiculous, you know, out of control, fucking ridiculous. You know, like I've talked to plenty of people that are like, no, like I tapped into my savings, or like I, you know, like I'm going to be eating ramen for the next month <laughs> or whatever just to go to these concerts, and it's right. like that's fucking ridiculous. That's just it's late stage capitalism. Let's burn it down, people. What were we gonna say, Jared? <laughs> I was just going to say, I don't, I wouldn't advocate storming the Bastille. But mm-hmm. I get what they did. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What were we watching? We were rewatching John Adams on Not HBO. John Have you guys Adams. seen that show? Yeah. No. It's good. It's good. But we were in the episode where they're in France and they're talking to, and they're trying to convince the French to help the Americans in their war versus the British. And I like I'm looking how they're dressed and how they're acting and told Pinto like I I, I see why they chopped all their heads off. Yeah. Okay, I understand but wait, it. But wait, I'm gonna say th- I'm gonna say this because I was having this moment while I was like researching this New York City riot. Y'all ready to burn the fucking place down over PS fives? Yeah. But you not ready to burn the fucking place down over everything else that's fucking going on? No, right? that's the problem. Yeah, I, I, but but. So so in, it's no, it na- so sense. now I'm now I'm recontextualizing our entire conversation in that like yeah they're like testing things and trying to like push things but for while still being implicit in the capitalist system mm-hmm. right you can You're say doing the same thing about the PS5s. Boston Tea Party it's like y'all did what for tea for taxation no that's <laughs> what that's what historians <laughs> said and I'm not saying that they weren't wrong but it was a riot like why right. aren't yes it was a riot and it like, was absolutely a riot and they planned, where are the riots right. for and, women's reproductive rights and there were plans, where are the riots for yeah. trans kids' rights. And I, I think, I think, well, but see, now we're going down a dangerous path. And I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that now it's getting murky because I am for those riots. But then you're going to have conservatives on the other side of it who are mostly more well armed being like, okay, our riot time. Even though they don't necessarily have the moral. They had their riot time. They stormed the fucking Capitol. I, I hear that. But what I'm saying is, is then when they continue those riots in more smaller capacities, like, that's when people get hurt. Are we yeah. going towards a civil war? No. No, no I not disagree. Not over PS5s. I think I was hoping you <laughs> <with> the... <laughs> Not over PS5s, I, I, but... I think, and this is a theory I'm formulating yeah. on the spot, I think the thing with PS5s is that it goes back to capitalism mm. because the no marketing reasons. and everything tells you... The this resale is the, value. Right. And this is the thing you should have. This is the latest thing. You should buy it, and if you don't have it, you're a dumbass. The resale right. value thing on its own is yeah. horrible capitalism. So if some, I mean, that's concerts, concert tickets, right. that's sneakers. Should, yeah, and yeah. The, like the Taylor Swift concert, the band. You should be at this show, and if you're not at this show, you're a dipshit, right? So when some random streamer is in New York giving away PS fives, it's gonna piss some people off because they bought into the marketing because, and especially the kids. Because if, if I think about when I was about these kids' age, my priorities were all fucked up. Mm-hmm. I was spending my money on the wrong thing, and fucking up my credit in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think that's what it is. I think these kids that are very uh, tunnel visioned into the PS Five. That's why they're willing to start a ride because they, they, they feel like that's what I should well, have. And see, right? I don't, yeah, I don't think they're tunnel vision. I think they've been fed yeah. what they should believe. Oh, yeah. Well, but think about it like every other Wednesday across the street from our poetry gig, there's a line of 150 people there for a potential free T-shirt from Brass Monkey. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying <laughs> Brass Monkey is bad for that or the people are bad for waiting in line. Give but them I, cake. 
Yeah, but, but but going to Jr's point, that's the problem with late stage capitalism is our our everyday lives. And I mm. I think about this question a lot, where it's like, what is the value that the actual like literal and then sort of intrinsic, uh, you know, uh, ethereal value of being an American? We don't have health care. Right. We have horrible gun control. Our mm. education system is getting defunded and just destroyed. Destroyed. The completely. prison system is a f- whole other monopoly, uh, terrible, like mass incarceration all across the board. Um, our, we're destroying our planet. We're a big cause of that. Our river, like we can't go to rivers and you know fucking swim anymore. You can't go to beaches that aren't polluted. Mm-hmm. Like what? What is good about being here? So when 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 you think about it, and then jobs, like you know, like our we're not getting paid enough. We're not getting the healthcare mm-hmm. we need. We're not getting all these things. So like to to then like I think that's why people get lost in the the capitalistic fantasy of like. Owning the PS5, reselling a PS5, like a Beyonce ticket, getting the free T-shirt from here because it's like we're just aching for any inkling Mm -hmm. of something that's going to make us smile when we go to bed. Rooster basically just gave a um, a trailer for season two of the problem with John Stewart. John Stewart always welcome in the pot. Always Always welcome, and we're we are welcoming your writers room because we need. Better paying jobs. <laughs> yeah, straight up. What's next on the docket? Uh, speaking of things that are ass, like the capitalist system that we live in, Mr. Beast yeah. is suing Mr. Beast Burgers. This kind of stays on topic with what we're talking about. Did you hear about this, JR? No. I know who Mr. B- I know who Mr. Beat is. I Beastus, am pissed about I Mr. Don't. Beast. Okay. Yeah. I just learned. Because I don't. Know. I'm so old. I'm so fucking old. Where'd you learn about Mr. Beast? I learned it through this story. Okay. Uh, okay. And then I went to go investigate who Mr. Beast is. You know what Mr. Beast is? And I'm fuck. You know what? I'm going on a rant. Fuck this shit. You know who Mr. <laughs> Take Beast? A shot at tequila. You know who Mr. Beast is? He's fighting goddamn Santa Claus. That's his whole angle. And you know I'm right because you know who Mr. Beast is. His angle is he goes on Instagram and he makes these fuck ass videos that piss me the fuck off where he's like, he'll ask like random strangers like, oh, hey, do you have a dollar? Like I need to get somewhere. And they're like, oh, I, I don't have it. And he's like, oh, it's okay. Oh, do you have a dollar? No, I don't have it. And then there's that one person like, oh, yeah, man, sorry. It's my last five bucks. But there you go. Blessings of you. And he's like, oh, you know what? I really didn't need five bucks. And you know what else? Here's $80,000. And here's a new house. And it's this weird Oprah Santa Claus fuck shit. And I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> fuck him in his fucking face. And he does. There was a, listen, Chibi, there was a video where he pulls up to a red light in a brand new Tesla. And he looks over and there's just this black woman and her kids and like a Toyota Camry from 2004. And he's just like, hey, you want to trade? And she's like, haha, that's funny. He's like, no, no, seriously, you want to trade? She's like, oh, no, weird white guy. He's like, no, no, for real, this is real. And it's like, that's the shit. And then he swaps cars with this woman, and she's like, oh, this is a fantastically nice car. And it's like, he's playing internet Santa Claus, fuck him in the goddamn face, okay? Fuck him. (laughs) In in two words, and I'm going to see if my drunk ESL ass can get it out. It's performative philanthropy. Yes. That's what it is. And then this is what this fucker does. This is what he does. He starts a burger company, uh-huh. but it's not a burger company he owns. There's these things that came out during coronavirus called ghost kitchens. Do you know what ghost kitchens? Are? I know what ghost kitchens. Are. I don't know what ghost yeah. kitchens are. So and when you go on Uber Eats, sometimes you'll see these restaurants, and you're like, I never even heard of that. But it'll be like Tommy's Calzones or blah, you know, fucking mm-hmm. Ricky's Ribs. And you're like, what the fuck are these? These aren't real places. Okay. They, they're there's these 
what are called ghost kitchens. They're just these hubs and there's a, a dozen of them in San Antonio. Uh-huh. They're just these hubs where people work and they get these orders for these fake restaurants that don't exist and they cook you Ricky's ribs and so and so's such and such. And Mr. Beast's burgers. And see, that's the thing. He partnered with a ghost kitchen <laughs> to create Mr. Beast's burgers. So great he's gonna get a cut of this he's like hey everyone should do this he has his grand opening mr beast burgers event saw the video sold out a mall this mall is packed full of people yep people eat the burgers the burgers taste like shit (laughs) and now and they're posting comments like man mr beast burgers fucking taste horrible like this is ass like fuck this burger blah blah blah. and now he's suing essentially him mr beast burgers because they taste like shit and they're hurting the quote, Mr. Beast umbrella brand. brand. Uh-huh. That is what I'm saying is capitalism at its worst. Fuck him and his performative philanthropy. Uh-huh. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. But now say it ASMR-like. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but I have a question then. Uh, because, yeah, okay. I see the performative aspect of this philanthropy. But is it not still philanthropy? Like, is that person that got $80,000, did that person not just get $80,000? But it's he got way more for it. Like, I think that's the problem is... Well, sure, but still, that person still got $80,000. Or a new house, or a new car, or whatever. I'll say this. There's a very... Or a PS5. (laughs) There's a very good... I don't know if you guys know the Daily from the New York Times. I'm sure you do. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Um, And there's a whole episode just on Mr. Beast where it brings up that same question because there is because it's performative philanthropy but it is still philanthropy that person really got $80,000 that person really got a Tesla so it's kind of trying to do this balancing act of Mm -hmm. the, the performative Philanthropy versus just a plain philanthropy, mm-hmm. and it's a it is a very complicated question. And I'm not saying that it's yeah. e- you know like clearly Mr. Beast has gotten endorsements and all all sorts of other things I mean, off and, of this that are way more than the eighty thousand dollars he and, gave to who, whoever. But those eighty thousand dollars are wa- real. No, he's a walking lottery, and this is I I hear what you're saying. It's maybe because it it also depends on what the fuck he's giving that day. The alleged eighty thousand dollars. Well, no, because, no, because sometimes it's like millions of dollars. Sometimes it's a car. Sometimes it's it. Yeah. And and for some, it's like life changing shit. Yeah. Like it's like oh, he found a homeless person, gave him some money, got a bottom house, did life changing shit. But my problem with it is, and this is where it's performative. It's like Mr. Beast isn't out here trying to help homelessness a crisis no he's not trying to fix the system he's not trying all. to help impoverished you know black women in los angeles yeah he's just trying to give a tesla so that he can feel good about himself yeah sure. and, and i think that's the limit te- the litmus test for myself because if i you know how tiktok and every social media gives you a random feed and they'll try to push mr beast on you mm. if i mr. never come across I, mr we're beast. so old that's <laughs> what it is i have and if it comes up on my feed i just Go right through uh-huh. because it's just like Rooster saying, it makes me feel, feel it just makes me feel it's icky ick. about watching that. But like I, I, a guy with his phone on your face giving you $80,000 and then watching your face light up because, oh my God, I just. Or taking, he yeah. took like immigrant Mexicanos in Los Angeles to like Disney World yes. uh-huh. who had never been. Uh-huh. And they're, and it was weird because it's like he has to talk to the children because the parents don't speak English. And it's like, no, seriously, this is real. We're going to go to Disneyland. You've never been? Da, da, da. And then he takes these immigrants to Disneyland. Mm. And they have a great time. He pays for everything. And see, 
it's like at least Oprah had the decency to have a fucking show where she <laughs> interviews the people. But that's what I'm saying is like the entertainment value has plummeted uh-huh. to where this is what because it's so quick and 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 digestible. Well, and that's, unlike, that's the culture unlike, right now. It's unlike like, a I Mr. Sit. Beast burger, um, the culture <laughs> is so quick and digestible that <laughs> that's what we consume. But yeah, because that's that's where the culture is at. It's like you're not going to sit through a 30 minute show right. anymore. You're going to sit through a 90 second clip. Right. That's all. That's all you have the attention span for these days. But I, mm, I'm not saying I agree. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Okay. In okay. in that like, it the system is so fucked. Devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. The system is so fucked that I'm just gonna do your ad lib. So you just talk right. Okay. Away. That there are people out there that see it and are like. I don't know what to do about the system, but you know what I can do? I can give this woman my car. Give her a car. I can give this person eighty thousand. Mm. I can take these people to Disneyland. That's what I can <laughs> do. You know, and and in the process, because we live in a capitalist society, and I still got to pay bills, and I still like if I don't if I'm not making money, I can't give money. Well, then I'm going to film it, and then I'm going to put it on TikTok. And, and I think that's the social media filter. So I've heard uh, Mark Marin in this podcast talk about this a lot. And, and this is from the, the stand-up comedy yeah. view where um, I don't know if you guys have come across videos on Reels or on TikTok where it's just a comedian not even doing bits, but it's mm-hmm. just doing crowd work. Yeah. Made for TikTok crowd work. And again, and I think it's the same social media filter that mm. social media has just kind of warped things and warped the path to fame and success and I think we have a theme on this podcast um, it's ASMR ASMR, it's ASMR. <laughs> and fame and virality right fame, fame, because that's at the end of the day I think so are we saying that Tom from MySpace is patient zero arguably actually no you know who is Tom Green <laughs> no and, and I swear to God. <laughs> no are you, are you old enough to remember Tom Green no I don't think I am it's okay so this is the thing, because uh, so you said Tom Green, and I thought of uh, who wrote the Fault in Our Stars. Oh, John yeah. Green. John Green. Yeah. No. 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 no, no. no this. This yeah. is definitely deep cut. M- much lower brow. But so like the era of Jackass, like who ASMR is that again? Right before. ASMR is before Jackass. Okay. There was the Tom Green show. Uh-huh. And even before Tom Green, you had the Monty Pythons, Kids in the Hall, and like prank shows. But Tom Green is is like what Eric Andre does. Like all these, uh, so many people rip off Tom Green where he mm-hmm. was just man on the street. I'm doing weird shit. Uh, uh, just like weird situations that he would invent and kind of get it recorded. And people were like, what the fuck? Is that a guy on the side of the road humping a dead moose? And it's like, yeah. Yes. He's like, my, my bum is on your lips. My bum my is on your lips. And it's not a random guy just humping a moose. No, it's Tom it's, Green. It's Tom Green. Yeah. Filming it. And then since then, we've gotten like further and further into this world with the internet where now people essentially just will do anything for fame. Yeah. And people were mad about Tom Green. But see, the thing about Tom Green was he was also, I hate intellectualizing Tom Green. You could make a direct line from Tom Green to Andy Kaufman, where the comedy (laughs) is like about challenging an audience. Now we're not challenging the audience. Now we actually look at that shit and we're like, ah, oh, he's up in the moose. I hope the moose ain't pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Like, it's out of control. Uh, 
So what? Fuck Mr. Beast. Please let's not talk about Tom Green. Like we're in some like MFA class right now. Like I think we need to. <laughs> we're talking about Mr. Beast. Like in no, because because yeah, we are. yeah. <laughs> I'm looking over uh, across the room at Claudia Rankin, citizen, and just being like, you. We are not in conversation with you right now. I or wish are we, we were. Or are oh, we actually? Or are we? I got some excerpts from that book. I can relate to this. Or are we? But that's what I mean. Is it that we've lost? We've. That's Claudia Rankin. That's Claudia Rankin in the room. Claudia Rankin, always welcome on the pod. Yeah, one thousand percent. Please come make sense of this. We gotta add her on this and be like, "Do you drink tequila? (laughs) Do you drink tequila? And do you want to talk about with uh, our current state of late stage capitalism and the death of American exceptionalism?" I know we landed on that, but are we saying Mr. Beast is an asshole? I don't know. I don't know. Are we saying the PS5 guy's an asshole? I uh, don't have enough information on either of them to make a conclusion. I have enough information to make an argument, but I don't have a conclusion. Um, I I think Mr. Beast should have done his research about his fucking burgers. Mm -hmm. This is what I I think also. And this is why we lose the fight. And when I say (laughs) we... I mean, sort the of collective like we, all the, of us. The co- well, not just the collective Americans. we, the radical center. Okay. <sighs> the the anarchist centrists. Yeah. The ones who want to burn the shit down, but at the same time, we got bills to pay, goddammit. Yeah, and I have a 401k. <laughs> yeah. Are we the radical center? Yeah, one? we're the radical center. We shit. are. Yeah, I'm so sorry. That's not very punk rock. Right? I know, it's not. We lost. I, but we can still rage against the machine when we listen to Rage Against the Machine. But that's a very capitalist thing to say. (laughs) Damn, I hate Mm. us. But we as the radical centrists have to. This is why we lose the argument all the time, all the fucking time. And it's and I know you as an educator know this where it's like it's hard to convince a new generation specifically or just anybody that what I'm telling you is the right course of action, morally, ethically, whatever. Don't kids these days. Because they're going to be like, kids what's, your followers? What, what's your followers? What? No, no, it's not even just that. It's anybody. It's like the Joe Rogans and the Andrew Tates of the world also. Mm-hmm. Like, in, people closer to the Donald Trumps of these of the world. I'm not wrong so long as I'm winning. Yeah. If I have money, if I have people who follow me then i'm right even uh-huh. in my wrongness i'm right <laughs> fuck you mm. and that's what i'm saying as the radical centers we have to find our own stand. it's like no fuck you you're wrong yeah because that's where it's getting totally warped well i think for this, kids. that's that's where the issue is with the radical centrists is that we want to dismantle the system but we also want to play by the rules that's the problem right? yeah. well, we have to fix the rules no we just have to burn the rules down and See, make our that, own that's a radical and part. that's what you went you, you pointed at me as an educator because that's the line that i have to write right i could not that i am texas education agency <laughs> but i could no, just some real shit like rant and Fuck Greg Abbott. Right. Fuck, fuck, fuck Greg Abbott, Abbott and Patrick. critical race theory. Even I know you don't get the it. whole Texas um, A&M thing, yeah. which we're not going to get into today. But I want to keep my job. Yeah. Right. I don't want to be. But that's how they got us by the right. fucking huevos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to be a Facebook huevos, article huevos, that gets shared. I mean, I all this Texas teachers teaching critical race theory to the kids and they're saying fuck Greg Abbott. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Right. Because like I do have bills to pay. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I don't want to lose my job. So I. I, my tongue. Yeah. It's it's more than by the huevos. I think this is two fingers in the ass. I got you by the sphincter. Mm. Just the culo. Yeah. Just like hooked. 
hooked, oh, hooked. And every once in a while, they're like prostate, 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 and you're like, oh, that kind of feels good. <laughs> a little bit. It's like, oh, wow, I got a raise. I got a raise. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's exactly. This yeah. is exactly. I think I found the the right gay metaphor for this. <laughs> uh, speaking of fuck him in the ass, uh, Trump was indicted for the fourth time. <laughs> I don't even. I don't. I don't. We don't have to spend too much time. On I don't this. think so. I'll, um, I'll, I'll just say this: we don't have to lionize the prosecutors that are prosecuting Trump. Thank no. you. Because we've done. We did it with um, what's his face. Oh, uh, yeah. From the uh, in the yes, Mueller. Yes. Mueller. Mueller. We did it with Mueller. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're looking for someone to save us. Yeah. We don't need to lionize him. I and, completely agree. And well, and that and that's us, right? But the media does this, right? Like, oh, we finally got him. They get us all excited, and then nothing happens. I think the the most exciting part about this is the fact that this it looks like this trial is going to take place in Washington D.C., mm. which yeah. is a predominantly black and brown, mm-hmm. um, what should be a state. Right. Let's just be clear: mm-hmm. Washington D.C. should be its own state. Um, so it looks like. That's what's going to happen. And that's what they're fighting against because they know if they put Trump in front of a black and brown jury, it ain't going to go with right. a friend. I think one of his – somebody part of his defense defense team – I don't know who. I wish I knew. Said once they figured out that it's going to be Miami and D.C., like, oh, we're toast. He's toast. Yeah. He's been sweating bullets according to reports. The, the fingers crossed of it all is that it happens before – Within the next year, because that's what he's banking on. He's on delay, delay, delay. Well, he's so trying to that, become president so he can pardon him. Exactly, exactly. Right. Which isn't going to get him out of some of the like state uh, charges that he's facing, but still delay, 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 so that we can potentially win. And and I think our last saving grace too is because, as you guys have said. He can still run for president even even if he's even if indicted. He's in but I think our it's, saving grace is that Middle America and Centrist America thinks that this is unsavory enough I don't think to he, vote yeah. for a weaker candidate. That's a long shot still. I don't think he I I, I this time I wouldn't predict that he's gonna win only because Joe Biden has won once already. Um the conservatives, I give them this one bit of credit. They are fantastic. Fantastic at like looking at normal America, everything that's happening. Most of the shit is normal. Everything in some categories, we're fucking excelling. Mm. We're doing better. And just be like, no, this is goddamn crisis. You have to vote Republican because <laughs> everything is in crisis. Uh-huh. And just letting it like look like everything's on fire. I mean, as it's looking right now, next year's election feels like I'm looking at a menu and I have to choose between dry chicken and unseasoned salmon. Now um, it's it's just really. JR needs to run for public office. Uh, I've heard that before. Yeah. Um, no, but, you, but out of the three of us, you probably got the cleanest uh, record. Yeah. Well. <laughs> to be, to be <laughs> fair. To yeah. be fair. Yeah, we're on this podcast um, every week, my guy. Right? Yeah, saying some flagrant shit. Now, uh, I, I'll say this: I, I read in a New York Times that uh, Trump's still ahead in the Republican pool. But I I saw that his lead diminished. And maybe that's part of the indictments. Maybe that's not. Now, we know we're worried about Trump. We know we're worried about DeSantis. Out of all these but other yahoos, not, who are you guys more worried about? To be president? Yeah. Or as a, as a candidate? I'm, as, wor- I'm worried about I it. guess as a candidate. Who could be Biden besides DeSantis and Trump? Well, here's the thing. Uh, I recently heard 
in an article or something uh, talking about how, like, at this point in the race um, mm-hmm. in 2016, Donald Trump was a nobody. Right. You yeah. know, like, was not at all in any which way, shape, or form considered to be able to actually win the nomination, much less the presidency. So my worry is whoever the fuck we don't know about yet. I know who it is. Will Hurd. Will Hurd? Swear to God. Uh no, Will Hurd could be the secret front runner. You don't know who Will Hurd no. is. He's a Texas Republican. He used to be. He's that. a person of color. I think he's black and Mexican. He, he had is he from Dallas? No, no, he's, no, no, he's, he's from, from here. here. Yeah, he he's a, a, yeah. That makes me sad. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing, <laughs> my apologies to Dallas. I think I don't know. But the thing about Will Hurd's politics is, is he also doesn't ride Republican on everything, and he has pushed back against against Greg Abbott. And he has sort of said a number of things. Be clear, though, he is Republican mm. to the core, we- but he's very likable. And I think to Jr.'s point, like because the problem with DeSantis is DeSantis is hurting his campaign now right. that if he has like he has to repair that and then leapfrog to catch Donald Trump. I think Will Hurd could be potentially the first Republican, quote unquote, black like politician that they really push, or the other dude from South Carolina, Tim Scott. Tim Scott, yeah, he has a lot of money. He's made. I think he, he's uh, doing I, I think a lot. He, I think after Trump, he's I the would one that's say that that's where more. the Republicans go with it. Yeah. They're, they're, I think they would go for a Republican like person of color, only to to tinge that like. See, you no, know, we are more advanced and 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 in mm. our thinking, and we're not so you know Confederate minded, which is you know <laughs> really what it is. Uh, and, and so I could see them being the winners. I don't think Nikki Haley, I think Ron DeSantis shot himself in the foot, like mm-hmm. along this whole, but he's, it's cause he's a fucking idiot from Florida. Exactly. And I love exactly. Floridians. Shout out to the homie Michelle and a few others. Shout out to Keo. Shout, shout out, out to, to eccentric. Maya. Shout out to Asia. Uh, sh- yeah. Eccentric for show. Hero. Shout yes. out to Hero. There's a difference between the population of Florida and the <laughs> government of Florida. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Well, I mean, that's the same thing with Texas. And um, yeah, so I don't blame them yeah. for that. But at the same time, Floridians are like Texans, except they do wild shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I love them for it, bro. Yeah. I haven't decided if Texas is Florida's older brother or if yeah. Florida is Texas's younger brother. No, Florida's definitely older. No, I would say Texas is Florida's older brother who went to college. <laughs> Florida is Texas younger brother who invested in Bitcoin early. Either way, I also don't see like a, a, a positive outcome. Like, why the fuck is Biden my only choice on the other side of it? It's like, I, he's running. So, well, here's the question. Now, here's my question. Though. He said like, he wasn't gonna. Well, now, 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 my because I, I cannot come up with an answer myself, but. If not Biden, who runs against Trump or DeSantis well, or no? And that's and, and yeah, and that's where like my argument of like the like the person I don't know yet, Obama and Clinton were both perfect examples of like it's people true. that yeah, like mainstream yeah. America didn't really know until they knew, mm-hmm. and then it blew the fuck up, right? And like that's that's what we're looking for. I think like Pete Buttigieg tried to do that shit. He, did, yeah. he really tried he to be like, shot. I'm a mayor. And I think AOC and, just started way too early. We now know her too much. I don't much. know if she wants to be president. No, 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 no and, and, I don't think, and I don't think no. she should. I think she's doing really good work where she's at. Yeah, and even if she wanted to, like again to your point, we 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 we've heard her about her a lot. 
Yeah, she's flamed out. Yeah, or she'll be Bernie 2.0. Yeah, let right, let right. her be Speaker of the House. Let yeah, her okay. let her run oh, for the Senate. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let let that happen because like honestly, that's where it's at. Like, yes, we've had Biden for 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 going on four years now, but nothing happens because Congress isn't right in tune with yeah. w- in line with whatever it is that the president is trying to do. So, so like, yes, we have to like let. Let AOC do what AOC needs to do in Congress. Quick social studies lesson for anybody that's pissed off with Biden that he doesn't do enough. There is a little thing called checks and balances and separation of powers. Yes. Which is why he can really do whatever he wants, which is a good thing. It is a good thing. It's an absolute good thing. But it's a sword that cuts both ways. But it's also why people have to vote during the midterms. God damn it. Yes. You know? Go vote. And uh, so, yeah, I think there's Jackson there's Jackson there's Jackson something Jackson. like if if Biden were to just like excuse himself from running, which he should. Yeah, I'm going on the record saying he should 100 percent not run for reelection. And that's the problem. Then we can make Democrats room. are way too yeah. scared, though. No, I hear you. I hear you. And that's the problem with anybody that wants to run for president, because I, I, I do have a this feeling is... that the last person who didn't want to run for president, but was president. Was George Washington, <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, I'm, bills, I'm again bills, <laughs> gonna go on record. Ruth Bader Ginsburg should have retired. Yes, I mean that's yeah, yeah. like with and, the hindsight and, of it, yeah, and, and no, no, not even with the hindsight of it. It's it's wherein we see this like this duality of like somebody that we truly believe in, but also somebody that is power hungry. Yeah. Somebody that doesn't want to give up their seat in power. Power is hard, like, man. If if she had given up her seat in power earlier than you know, like her dying, we wouldn't be in the place that we are today. Pop that tequila. Pop that tequila. For Ruth Please Bader do that one more time. Me. Yeah. Here we go. Archie. Yeah, Ruth Bader. Let's get out of here. Let's get on to something else. Um, <laughs> in, uh, in other news, where the United States is failing, we're going to go into one of us doesn't know what we're talking about. Here we go. I think all episodes should include ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> we only have one Do more episode. Do you like ASMR? Like, just low-key? High-key? <laughs> I've never indulged. See, I I think that's one of those things that you don't want to be. I'll admit, I don't give a fuck. Well, yeah, I I, I guess maybe I don't want to be the person that's known to like ASMR. No, bro, I could not sleep. Like it was hard. Like I went through insomnia stretches, and then I just I learned about ASMR, and it was like, wait, so this person is just gonna whisper to me on some next thing I know, I'm knocked out. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah. The closest I've gotten to ASMR is uh, ASMR food TikTok. Yeah. Where like, you hear every little yeah. chop, chop, chop. Oh, well, they're making food. Yeah. Because I feel food. like eating the food is a no, step too far no, no, for no, me. No, 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 no. I'm not no, doing no, that. Yeah. I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah, that's not that. Where they're making food, you hear the whisk, you hear the or chop, you I hear the sizzle. the rain. Like, I put that, on YouTube the rain That's shit. what we do. Yeah, we're, the we're, beach. Rain sounds. Yeah, rain sounds. We go to sleep to rain sounds every night in the sense. At home, we're like, hey, Google, play ocean sounds. Yeah. Yes. But no, ASMR, shout out to some people out there in the ASMR community. We see you. We okay. See you. We see you. Anyway, what's up, Jimmy? Uh, we're uh, in this segment where one of us doesn't know what we're talking about, um, only because JR is here. And JR has an extensive knowledge on this subject. The, only, the only thing I know is... 
is that uh, scream the, the USA did not make it to the final okay. 16 for the first time in a long time this is women's, in the Women's uh, World Cup. Women's, oh, World, women's Cup. World Cup. We, give it I, to us in like okay. three minutes or less. I'm just, I'm just going to give you an update. Hella upsets. Brazil out. The U.S. Whoa. out as of last night. Canada, who apparently is a powerhouse too in women's soccer. I did hear that the, the U.S. like is mostly a new teams. New teams out. Like, like new, new team, players. like new players. New players, players yeah. They, so their problem is that a lot of their and somebody got like double like goals. yellow cards, so like yeah. they had to sit this one out against Sweden, which yeah. Sweden is like a powerhouse. Maybe so, I know more than I think I do. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so, one so, of us doesn't know what we're talking about. <laughs> that's out probably, of the three. Probably the biggest issue that the U.S. had is that a lot of their veteran players were out on injury, and they did have I don't know which player it was, but there's this rule because in a single game, if you get two two uh, yellow cards, you get a red. Card. Does Rapino still play? She's still in. Oh, okay. and the okay. Uh, yeah, but that's it, how old I in am. two separate games, you get you get a yellow card in the first game, and twice. Keep going. And in the second game, you get another yellow card. Then you set out the next. Or you're not out of the current game, but you have to set out the next game. That's what happened. So they were out a lot of players. Uh, so they, it was mostly newer, newer people. And I've heard that there's a lot of issues with the coach that he doesn't, uh, has, has he been the coach for no, a No, he's a new coach. He's right? a new oh, coach yeah, and yeah. he doesn't know the players. Somehow I know more about this than yeah. I think I do. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really impressed that um, myself. Now, now, now here's what I'll add. And I think I've kind of said it like two podcasts ago because I've been on this podcast three times. Fuck you, Paul. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, hit that air horn. Fuck the air horn. This is a motherfucking explosion. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, shout out to Paul. He just dropped yeah. his new uh, podcast. Paul knows the, the world. world according the to world Paul. according to Paul, which right. is a play on Paul the world according, according to Garb, which is actually a really good book. I really recommend the world yeah, yeah. according to Garb. So, I don't know if I recommend the world according to Paul. <laughs> yeah, it might be <laughs> nice. Yeah, it might be a really weird world. So the women's soccer team has had this kind of controversy and a lot of conversations about how the way they celebrate. Last World Cup. They, oh, you mentioned this. Yeah, they celebrate American style. Yeah, thirteen zero. It turns out it was thirteen zero against Thailand, uh, and they were celebrating the tenth goal. I mean, no, right? And, and fuck the, that! I hit a goal. I'm yeah. good. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but then the last game That's American as fuck against as you. <laughs> the la- the last game of their group stage against Portugal, they went through. But they tied the game 0-0, zero, zero, mm. which was not a stellar performance. And I think... Which to me is not a tie. That's just the start of the game. Yeah. Which is the wild <laughs> thing about soccer yeah. to me. It's like they tied 0-0. Zero, zero. No. I'm like, no, 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 no. They just didn't get the game going. Right. Like, so, nothing happened. Right. So there's yeah. that. And I think what the players haven't realized is that they're not the underdog. Mm-hmm. They're essentially... What Brazil is to the men's side of the game? Uh-huh, yes, they're, they're what the defending Italy champs. is. Yes, they're the defending champs. So if you're if you're going through to the next round zero zero, you did not play well. That's not good, right? You're on a different level of expectations, right? Sweden, another zero zero, but because it's a knockout round, they you have penalties. Well, you have to do extra time and then overtime, and then you have to do penalties. They lost the penalty shootouts. Rapino missed a shot. Ooh, Alex Morgan missed a shot. Spicy. They missed three shots. They missed three shots. Missed I thought it was five shots. to four. It was five to four, but Port, but uh, Sweden missed two. Okay. I thought this was America, people. Yeah. That's a Jay Z <laughs> song. Yeah. No, and, and and I think that's what's gonna come back to bite them in the ass because they were doing all these celebrations against Portugal for their little zero zero, zero. and now they went out in the next round. 
And again, they're not the underdogs. They're powerhouses, right? Mm. And now America's out. Yeah. Officially. I got questions. Did first it make off, the 16 for the first time in how many yes, no, World it's a, Cups? It's the first time they've been out of the top three. So yeah. who's the uh, favorite right now? Right now, I think it's going to be either Sweden England has yet to play this round. They're gonna they're going against Jamaica, mm-hmm. which we're rocking with Jamaica and Morocco. That's where I'm at. Um, Always rocking with the brown people yes. over the white people. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. But cool think, runnings, bro. Great movie. Yeah. Yeah. England, France, and Sweden. I think really are the ones that are gonna uh, go for it. Because Ger- Ger- Germany, Sweden. That's Germany's a lot of white out. People. Germany's another. All right. Favorite. So it's Morocco and Jamaica, baby. That's where I'm at. Let's Yo. go. Now, what I was bringing up earlier. Um, what kind of threw me off was also the reactions to the game because you would expect a lot of American tears, but really, and I, I think it goes back to the Lizzo thing. There's a lot of like, yeah, fuck these women that wanted more pay for being more oh, successful than the man. I saw one comment on the. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. There was one comment that said like, as an American, I'm glad they lost. Mm. How the fuck? Um, so because there's a our lot women's, of that. Our women's program has been like historically way yeah. better than the men's. Yeah, for for as much shit as I'm talking about it. Yeah. And, and then compared yeah. to other countries, other countries make way more than like women's soccer teams, football teams make way more than the American women. Mm-hmm. Right. So so there's a lot of vitriol against the women, against Rapino herself being a queer woman and everything. Um, and she kneeled during one of the anthems. Yeah. Because, I that be, because of course, like, like they're going to find somebody to, to like be the token person that we're going to prosecute. What the fuck does it mean to be American? We had this <laughs> yeah. conversation last time with Paul where it was like, there's no like definitive cultural like vibe. Right. No. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like Beyonce and that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and even then. Because that, that's that side, right? But yeah. then like, there's like people like us that like. Radical centrist. Yeah. And this, I'm, this country <laughs> shot itself in the foot in yeah. trying to be as big as it did, you know, like, because, like, when you look at thing, uh, other countries, let's just look at the European model, you know. <laughs> God, I hate myself for saying that. Uh, France, Portugal, England, you know, Spain, mm-hmm. all those, like, it is so geographically concise that you can find a, a, a through line yeah. in the people that live there. Like, I literally just went through this this past weekend where I was at like gay summer camp. And it's like people from the Northeast, people from the Mid-Atlantic, people from the Southeast, people from the South, people from the West, people from the Northwest. Like we are all very different people. Yeah. Very different people. Well, but like look at like a country like Spain where you have like Spaniards and then you have like the Basque. Yeah. Like they don't identify the same way. At all. But in this case, like... This country tries to, when it says it's American, it tries to, like, create, like, the one version of what American is. When really, if this country embraced the fact that what it means to be American is that we can all just kind of be ourselves. I got a question. That would be a very different reality than what we're living mm-hmm. right now. What were you going to say? No, nothing. Here's my question. What flag would you raise higher? Texas flag, American flag? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey! Controversy, controversy, uh, controversy. Controversy. Neither. That's the, again, and that's another state by by state basis cuz I, really? I I don't actually I don't know. I don't know if I live in California or New York or actually, anywhere yeah. else that I would even have that same I have sort an of 
Um, Bitch, I'm from Texas. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I know. I I have an answer, and it is apparent in the flag that I do raise outside my hat, yeah. outside my house. It's the pride flag. Yeah. No, I but I think that's my that's why I really ultimately raise the question because I think that again, Americanness is so fractured. Yeah, where you don't have this cultural vibe, identity, music of influence. People pushing culture forward either. Mm -hmm. It's fucking Mr. Beast pretending to be Santa. (laughs) And like, it's not like actual, it's not jazz anymore. It's not hip hop. It's not fucking like the blues. But that's the thing. Wait, wait. That's not John Denver. America originally branded itself as a place where like everyone, no matter who you are, you can be here. And now it's gone to the place where like, oh, Everyone listened to the message that you were giving that you, no matter who you are, you can be here. And now you have a problem with everyone being who they are while they're here. Rebrand mm. this hoe. You know, and yeah. so, no, not rebrand this hoe. No. Fucking own it. No, Fucking yeah, but that's it. part of the rebrand. Own it. Yeah. But rebrand this hoe. Like, it, it can't, America can't just be Top Gun, Bud Light commercials, no, and cannot. the Super Bowl. If you wanted to be, you know, Quakers be and Pilgrims and blah, 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 mm-hmm. it can be Rapino, it can be, it, it can be, you know, Mexicanos, it can be Filipinos, it can be everything. It can be everything if we embrace the fact that we are everything because we are. Cubanos. We fucking are. Yeah. Now, here, here, black people, white people. Here's my weird take. And, and I, I, I think if left to our own devices, which we kind of are left to our devices. I think human beings as a species are just not made to be a th- 300 million people tribe. Because... Hot take. Because... Wait a second. Tri- not tribalism making its way into no, this podcast. No, because like... Well, the thing is like, if you look at Texas, just Texas by itself. Oh, I got you. Far West no, Texas is different from, far, from West Texas, which apparently is Amarillo. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You can turn this into like five different states. Yeah. But to your point, it was funny. I just the other day I was on like Google Maps and I was like, because hey, got a new book coming out. Blah, blah, blah. Uh I was like thinking like maybe I'll go to Dallas and like do some shows. And then I looked and it was like, that's a five th- hour and thirty minute drive. I'm like, maybe not. Like Yeah. It's but- so I love you, Alex the Great and Wayne Henry. We love our, our, our Dallas yeah. people. Like, yes, we, we love our Dallas people. You. But Dallas, Dallas, Fort so Worth as a city and as a culture. Dallas, Fort Worth as so a culture. I driving down here too. And I love them. And I love them. I love them. But El Paso's in that same category no. for like, yes. goddamn. El Paso is basically. If I'm not driving yeah, no, to, uh, to Dallas, I'm definitely not let's driving to El Paso about, person. Right? Yes. And I'm not mad about that, right? But we love it. It is true. It's different. And. The thing is that we have mountains. We, we have mountains. <laughs> you have mountains. But Texas has strong opinions about a, what a real taco is. Yes. We cannot agree on what a We're real taco there. is. Wow. No, is that I don't where, know. That, that, that a real taco comes from San Antonio, Texas. No, and Texas, I'm not going to say what a real taco is. Yeah, because it comes from San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and but Laredo. People have strong opinions that, oh, no, it should be with a corn tortilla and that's it. And then, like, no, flour tortilla tacos are fun. But we cannot agree that it's all tacos and it's all good. That's fair. Actually, some are tacos, some are tortilla sandwiches. What am I saying? <laughs> Some, please do not come to me telling me that torchies is tacos. No, 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 definitely not torchies. We Those hate torchies. Yeah. Torchies never welcome on the podcast. Well, I'm, I'm not saying I hate torchies. I'm just oh, saying they're not tacos. Shit. 
I'm sorry. Hot no, hot take, hot but take. some people will walk into this podcast and tell you, and I know, fuck you, they are real tacos. They are not. Right? And then, no, 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 right now, but. They're tortilla sandwiches. But we, but we can't even agree on respect. And, like, it's food. No, but, <laughs> but no, sure. no, 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 no. But I will, I will say, yeah. I do agree on respect. And, like, yeah. you do you, me yeah. do me. And I think that's, you know, like, that's one, one, one of my favorite things. fusion happens, fusion happens. That's one of my yeah. favorite things about Texas is that it does have this sense of, like, you do you, I do me. You know, if we don't agree, we're just going to keep walking down this path together, and and that's fine. Um, and you know, I, I to, you know, to shout out a line in a Derek Brown poem uh, where he was talking to his California friends after he moved to Texas. He was like, "I now understand why everyone in Texas is so nice to each other." I know this poem. It's because it's so easy. <laughs> To shoot someone <laughs> if they're yeah. not, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, not wrong. That, that is the reason that I'm I'm such a polite driver. Yeah, not yeah. wrong. You gonna sit there? I ain't gonna honk at you. You probably Sh- have a gun. All. You probably have a gun. It's fine. <laughs> not doing shit. Uh, all this to say that the United States is no longer in the running to becoming America's next top model at the U.S. Women's World Cup. Yes, that's where this started. <laughs> that's that's where this started. Now let's get to the real shit. Shit. This is, fuck everything else, yo. Hit that music. Here we, we go. Get, this is where we at. How much for a goddamn gram? Honestly, most of today's episode was brought to you by shit we saw on social media. But this is what <laughs> the shit we saw on social media. And hopefully yeah. we end on a happy note. Or not. No, I think this is good. I'm I'm just gonna this haha yeah, bottle is that. no I've killed it. It's <laughs> the haha is we've so also overall, killed the camarena. W- no way. Yeah, we? It, it's gone. No, it's God it's I see some no light on me. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's, there's a little bit light. There's God. a little bit. I was like, there's no way. And yeah, top me off, boss. Let's go. ASMR, ASMR. Tequila, tequila, tequila. How is the yeah? The, there we ooh, go. There we go. Mix it. <sighs> All right. So um, in how much for a gram? I don't section, know what this means. Go. I know. I'm going I'm to break it down. The section where we talk about things, random things we saw on the internet. And this isn't really random. This is actually real news. This could have gone in the news section. Um, but salute. This is going to be very brief. Uh, Hopefully. To Gila, <laughs> no, this is going to be brief. I, if, if, August 3rd, Henrietta Lacks, 103rd birthday. She is not alive. Oh. Yeah, don't hit the sound effects. <laughs> I was going to go no. for the air horn. It would have been her 103rd birthday. But if you don't know who Henrietta Lacks is, please look this shit up. Henrietta Lacks is a black woman who in this in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, had cancer in like the 50s, mm. Uh, mm. got it removed. And so essentially what happened was she her cancerous cells, they were very hard to replicate in, in medical and scientific settings. Her cells, for whatever reason, they were able to live longer and then they were able to test like medicines and drugs and radiation and blah, 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 blah. So Henrietta, because of Henrietta Lacks's cancer cells, they created what was called the HeLa cells. Uh Um, This pharmaceutical company uh, known as uh, Thermo Fisher took those cells and then made chingos a dollar like billions mm-hmm. and billions and billions of dollars advancements da, da, da. Henrietta Lacks let, family let, never got a dime let me stop you right here Henrietta Lacks was a black woman oh yeah yes. I said that okay shout out to Oprah Winfrey for the second time in this podcast yeah because Oprah was one of the people who really put Henrietta out there as like this is like this is this is when we talk about scientific erasure, gold 
Well, not just that, but also erasure. When we talk about the erasure and the contributions of like people of color and black people specifically, like through across the fucking mm. spectrum, your nana got fucking like cancer treatment because of this black woman from Baltimore. Mm. Um, her HeLa cells got duplicated and duplicated and duplicated. Her family never saw a fucking dime. They got a fucking dime now. Hey. They got a settlement. Mm. From Thermo Fisher, finally, uh, and this is this goes back to things like Bruce Beach, if you know what that's about, in California, where this black uh, family owned land in California that is now prime real estate, and then eventually they got it back later, sold it for money. Like, thank goodness that Henrietta Lacks' family got some coin from the... Like, I literally can't, like, understate how much medical advancement has has come from this woman, like, from her cells, that they didn't even know was happening for years and years and years. So that's just a a salute. Now, switching gears, we are saluting something else. Uh, Are we? uh, Oh, you don't. We might be saluting. We might be talking. Uh, I heard some of the songs. Yeah. Let me. Either way, I asked for micro- for headphones for this part. <laughs> Damn. Okay, we're going to introduce the world to this if you haven't already been introduced to it. So we might be saluting or we might not. No, I'm be saluting. saluting. I heard it. I heard it, but I got I got takes on this. Okay, so recently, recently, let me go find it. Where 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 the fuck did it go? There we go. Thank you to our listeners who didn't indulge in our ASMR. <laughs> And tequila rants and this fuck shit. It's all right. We're, we might still finish under two hours today. Yeah. <laughs> so gay country songs. I'm with it. Have been making the rounds. Breaking through mm. on TikTok. TikTok. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna play the gay country songs first. Play that and shit. And then I'm gonna give my take. Wait, wait, JR, do you like country music? I'm you know, I'm getting more privy to it. Pinto turns out it's is a country music guru. Yeah, no, she is. Yeah. yeah. So I'm um, I'm 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 well prepared. I love country, country music for the narrative aspect that country music usually leans into. Like yeah. it's really good about like telling a story in one song. Fucking love like, country music. Just grabs you in it. Um it, it's I'm a huge fan of folk Americana. Uh, which is country music adjacent. Yeah. Um, so, yes. I'm just going to say, I've been on a highwayman kick recently. <laughs> so after the pod, we're going to jam. Okay. <laughs> so, recently, there have been some TikTok some stars that have decided that they're going to produce their own country music songs. As they should. I got some takes. Under a gay pseudonym. Hmm? So this is not them. They created an alter ego to produce said gay country song. We're going to listen to. Let's do one at a time. So it's like the the high gay man. Yeah, the high gay man. I got the joke. I got the joke. You missed it. You're good. You don't even worry about it. I'm it's, uh It's uh it's John. It's uh Johnny Cock. Wait, <laughs> Waylon Rimmings. <laughs> Sorry. Y'all are having the best time yeah, of their lives. Yeah, and I'm the one to, queer person gonna, in the room has Willie, no idea. Willie what Nelson you're just works. It's just Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. So the works. Highwayman, it was a super group. Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, yeah. and Willie Nelson. Ah. So and you know. So he was saying that the 
the high gay man. The high gay man. Oh, and, and then so I was saying instead of Johnny man. Cash, it was Johnny Cock. Ah. And then Waylon Rimmings. Wow. We're taking it deep. Y'all real, real country. Oh, I'm country. Uh, bro, <laughs> it's, yeah, I like country music. Country as fuck. All right, so this first one comes from um, the super raunchy country bop Good Looking by Dixon Dallas. That's and, perfect. Uh, introducing the uh, country role to the term bussy. Setting. Let's just do more uh, country puns. Little Big Cock. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. The Dixie Chicks is just good. The Dixie Chicks just works. Uh, that's perfect, actually. Garth Bussy. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm so done with both of y'all. <laughs> you love puns. I do. I do. Actually, this is like a really great version of um, filthy charades, mm. wherein like you 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 take a, like a movie or a book title or a song title, but then like change it to make yeah. it like like filthy. Look, I'm just gonna say like some, some, y'all asked me, are you gonna stay for the pod? And I said yes, and nobody said no. You need to go. So you can't be done with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I will be after this. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here's the song. He's bouncing off my booty cheeks. I love the way he rides. I can hardly breathe when he's pumping deep inside. I kiss him on his neck and then he kisses on my pussy. Call him daddy while I holler. Man, that boy's so damn good looking. Looking, looking, So that was listen. Play um, sangria. That was Dixon. It's the Dallas. same song, just heterosexual. That was Dixon Dallas talking about bouncing off my bussy. Love it. We're here for it. One hundred percent. Like, yeah, no. like I, I, listen. I, the, here's the thing with me. I genuinely, genuinely love country music. <laughs> but what the type of country I love is what is now considered outlaw country, oh. which just basically means it's country music that was made before 1990. Yeah. Um, I love Garth Brooks. I love Travis Tritt. I love George Strait. Like there's, ooh, that was, there's, it's right there. George Strait with George <laughs> Gay. <laughs> I hate all of you. But I, I, what, I, what I've really... Let me go back to Gay Summer Camp. What, what's bothered me a lot is this new country. And uh, yeah. it was... Uh, not Chris Stapleton. Who the fuck is it? It was, uh, look up, oh, Robert Earl Keene, mm. who's a fucking fantastic country mm. singer, who sang Copperhead Road. He said the he doesn't fuck with a Robert lot of- Robert Earl mm. Twink? Ooh, that works. Yeah. That's like, that plays. <laughs> He's in. Copperhead, <laughs> Copperhead Road could play a lot of different ones. Hey. Yeah. But he was the one who said that he doesn't like a lot of new country music because it's basically- rap music for white people uh, and when you listen right. to a lot of new country music they have totally ripped off like rap bass 808 okay songs like ideas mm -hmm. concepts blah 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 this mu music is nas x adjacent from uh so th old town road so that was jake hill yeah that was as that's his a, that's alter ego dixon dallas and now yeah. we're gonna hear from um alex anderson Henderson, um, he, who, he is the, who is who is the vocalist it. of Midwestern pop punk band Brooklyn, who also has his own gay country persona called Willie Strokem. So he's fake gay. 
This is what we're going to get into in a second. Uh, uh, see, I don't appreciate me? the fake game. Dallas, I'm calling you out. You think your songs are country? I'm going to show you how it's done, son. Will I take him out for a view of the city? Let him bust his nut all over my teeth. Run his hands up my thigh, man, he loves the way I'm on. Got that bleach bone here, a time hole to tear. Smell a cheap gasoline all over this chair. Man, tonight's gonna be a hell of a rodeo. That's a bob fool. I don't give a fuck. Now, okay, I'll say this. I, I, I see how musically... It's a bop, yeah. But I, I, I do see the difference between, like you, like you, like you yeah. said, fake gay versus actual. This is been in the. This shit is gay. where in like I wanted to yeah. get into the like weeds of the conversation it was like this is motherfucking gay baiting. Yes, one hundred percent. I saw that. I saw that. One hundred percent. I kind of feel this like is it... not queer artists uh -huh. capitalizing on queer capitalism. It's, it's jumping on the trend. Yeah, uh -huh. it's jump like people what, are making gay music. I'm gonna, well, I guess in country. There's, 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 particular, there's, there's just asking questions. I think there's there's a trend in like appealing to the queer community. Mm -hmm. Wait, wait. Here's a sub question to what you just said. Are they appealing to the queer community or are they appealing to the TikTok community? The mm. queer TikTok community. Mm, no, one of them. I think one of them is doing one thing and I don't the other know. one is doing the other I don't know the TikTok community. Well, no, no, because this is why I say that because. The fact that they have the gay persona and then put our, put the songs on TikTok and social media makes me think that it's for the clout, mm -hmm. a la yeah, the Mr. Yeah. Beast conversation. 100%. Right. But like, as far as for the queer community, where are the queer country fans? They exist and yes. shout out to them. Yes, they absolutely do. I married one. They listen to a lot of Shania Twain, <laughs> a lot of Reba McIntyre, uh -huh. mm -hmm. a lot of Dolly. A lot of We stand Dolly. Dolly. Yeah. All in this day. household. Yeah. Um, but but that's why it's like this. This is where I'm having it because I'm gonna agree with you. Like these it's songs are fucking bops. Yeah, both these songs are fucking bops. Like yes, let's bring bussy into the lyrics. And please. I'm all about making people uncomfortable. But but okay. but but this is where like you're gonna say it's performative and fucked up. A la Mr. Beast that you were Mr. writing Beast, for. A la Mr. Beast. I wasn't writing oh, okay, for. Okay, 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 okay. I wasn't writing for. I was making arguments. Okay. Um, a la Mr. Beast. I think it's like, fucked is up this, gay baiting. Is, is this performative in the way they're like, oh, you're doing this in order to like gain notoriety, right. gain traction? Because, you know, <laughs> wait, like wait. gay in country is, yeah. you know, like really, I don't know, like it's taboo. Where have we come as a country? <laughs> Honestly, like, where have we come as a country where it's like, you know what I'm gonna do, fam? I'm gonna pretend to be gay. I'm gonna pretend to be gay, country singer. Not pretend to be gay. Create an alter ego. I know, but but that's like I'm just thinking back to like high school, <laughs> and like pretend to be gay in and of itself. It was nuts. So the fact that we've come this far across the Rubicon where there are artists while at the same time stripping gay I, history out of history books. You know, I'm not okay. gonna, I wouldn't go that far. No. OK, I, I see your point. But I'm trying I to see, think of gay country artists now because they exist. No, I, I know they exist. Hang on. I'm going to look no. that shit up. Uh, well, it, it was up. A, the I, I forget his name. The one that was like a like a young like youth country artist like he was like nine years old i and mean like, you could argue tracy chapman you can 
Our music isn't that far from country. No, it's it's folk Americana. It's fair. not country. Okay, fair. No. Well, the line is folk now it's being appropriated by country. Right. Fair. No. And would never have done what it. Uh, we we already talked about this on the last pod. No, Moving on. I'm not saying it's the same thing, but it is a sort of parallel because to Rooster's point, there was a time. Now nowadays, and and I say this as a, a person who teaches younger kids who identify as. Being tlacuaches. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, if they called you tlaca- tlacuache, those were fighting words, mm. right? So I, I think I see the, the the point that we, as a country, we kind of evolved into just kind of owning things for the sake of clout. Again, it's the same conversation that we kind of had the whole podcast, <laughs> yeah. right? That we're now we got people pretending to be gay. When, a couple, like, not even five years ago, kids were fighting over, like, they're still fighting over, like, oh, sir, he called me gay. And you have to sit down and explain to them, like, so why are you mad about that? Do you understand it's not a bad thing? Do you, yeah. like, w- like, we have to, like, unpack that. And wh- why are you really mad about it? Yeah. Right? And, but now we got this situation where we're putting out fake, fake game music for for the likes, of, for followers, for, exactly. For, but yeah. also, if it if it draws attention to actual queer country artists, I might be for it. I didn't know. Like, I found the list of of some. This is uh from Country Thang Daily. Uh, gay country singers who stood out loud and proud. I haven't heard ten of the nine or nine of the ten. And like, shout out to them because I think I mean little Nas X really stepped into a fucking nest of hornets uh as they say in country talk <laughs> uh with old old town road yeah and it wasn't just because at the time no one knew that he was bisexual or gay or whatever mm-hmm. they just were like this is a black guy doing country music and that's weird and 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 kind of lampooning it mm. um i don't but at the same time it was a bop and he while he was kind of it was a it was a jab at country music. It was still like there's reverence to it. Like it's right. it's this is a, like if any other white person has sang the same fucking song, mm. it's like a country song. He didn't yeah. bring Billy Ray Cyrus on for nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So like, but then you can even say like Darius Rucker, who like went to country music deep and fought racism and and struggled like that. But like. I'm not going to say Darius Rucker didn't really push the envelope as far as country music goes, like the way little Nas X did, because he was standing firm in a space that like wasn't really welcoming to mm-hmm. black, like country music mm-hmm. musicians. Um, I think that this challenges the status quo and even jokingly, it makes space for country spaces to like, I promise you there's going to be straight, white men in country bars who dance to this shit ironically but then at the same time they're making out with Earl in the back and I'm and gonna, I'm gonna push like, back I'm, I'm gonna push back because like wait, 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 I go to JR real quick I was okay, gonna I say I, the only thing I was gonna say they're making out with Earl in the back yeah. but then they go on X and bash gay people mm. they start tweeting all this homophobic yeah. bullshit because I mean it's a trope but you, you know it's, it doesn't quite match up with I'm, the culture I'm gonna right. push back but NASCAR has also gonna... done a lot though to kind of push forward to, for like diversity right. not not bringing NASCAR into this conversation they got rid of Confederate flags I'm gonna push back in saying that like 
I don't know if this is actually like making space for queer people in the country world. This is making space and creating the space that queer people already own in the TikTok world. Mm. You know, because this isn't country music. This is a TikTok reel, you know, and that's all it is. And I think there are artists out there that are doing this via Brandy Carlisle of like mm-hmm. being like, yeah, I'm fucking gay and I'm writing about my gay experiences and I'm singing it out there. And, you know, also I'm a fucking amazing like singer songwriter and Brandy Carlisle is, is fucking doing it. I don't um, as fantastic and wonderful as these lyrics are that <laughs> like, fuck yes. You know, like I'm here for it. I hate absolutely hate the fact that it's straight men doing it right i absolutely hate the fact that it's straight men doing this because like gay men have been doing this you know like to the little nos x of it all have been in these spaces and have been trying to like insert queerness into not to Brokeback Mountain this shit, mm-hmm. you know, like, or 310 to Yuma, because 310 right. to Yuma was the Brokeback Mountain for straight, to, <laughs> for straight people. Yeah. It was absolutely yeah. the Brokeback Mountain yeah. to straight to, to yeah. straight people. Um, because Russell Crowe 100% was gay for, I'm sorry, I forget that actor. Charlie name. Prince. Charlie Prince. Yeah, I gotta know that one. Um, it just, it really does feel like TikTok influencers queer baiting for likes versus actually making a change. And maybe that's the tough thing with art because, you know, th- there's this argument that goes around on social media that the worst thing that happened to country music was 9-11. Because like in, yeah. after 9-11, you saw Fuck up, Toby Keith. Right. Exactly. Right. Like Toby Keith came out with this song and then all of a sudden country music turned into this. Fuck yeah, America. Yeah. Right. But if Not you hear, a, try that in a small town. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But if you listen to The Man in Black by Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. yep. it was hella liberalist. Yep. Right. Yep. And maybe Man, and that's is, where I think like yeah. this, things like Johnny Cash like fall more in line with like Bob Dylan in mm-hmm. terms of like folk and Americana music versus country music. I right. think country music has uh, well, definitely like, fallen into like an American exceptionalism. That no, oh, it has recently. But like Garth Brooks, who is one of the biggest selling artists, you are out a there. Garth Brooks because we're not stand. I, because we don't talk about him realistically. Sure, sure, sure. Like, mm-hmm. I no, genu- no, come on, I, it, come I, on. I, I, I want to genuinely know. believe that Gar- we don't talk about Garth Brooks enough. We talk about Shania Twain more than we talk about Garth Brooks. And Shania Twain, bless Look, her heart, is. Tone deaf. Look, yeah, <laughs> but look at Garth Brooks. It's a numbers, medical like, condition. Not, yeah. I'm not reading. I'm not he reading. It's a medical. Bless, your, bless her heart. It's yeah. a, oh, because it's a medical condition. Heart. It's a medical condition. It's not a read. You're still like, the one. Anyway, yeah. Garth Brooks has literally outsold the Beatles and Michael Jackson and has broken like a number of number of records for his country music. But like in one of the lists I just saw, like for like LGBT positive anthems, it was Garth Brooks. We shall be free. Mm. And 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 my point of all this is saying is this, and this is where I kind of want to take the conversation. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Is do gay people want to be in country music? Ooh. And and here's why. Wait, wait, wait. And here's why because this I'm not. I don't believe in this sort of like you can't cross over. But think about like if a black person went into Tejano music, or there was like gay Tejano. 
Like, I think these same arguments apply. The same thing happens when there's, like, Asian rappers, white rappers. Now you have, I think his name is Mexican OT, who's a Mexican rapper from Houston, mm-hmm. and complicating the conversation. G. Yamazawa. G. Yamazawa. That's the thing. Because Women I, rapper. It's like, but there's this complicated thing, because, like, with country music. country Snow the product. Snow the product. Where you have these spaces that are were generally white. And not just men, because there's been amazing country singers forever. But I think it's like there it's this space that it's like, does it need to have queer representation? I don't know. I'm going to cut in. Yeah. Uh, go for it. No, no, no. Okay. Go for it. Go for it. Go I'm going to cut in. I don't know. Because it, it, it is the. If they want you, it. Yeah. It is the broke back mountain of it all. You know, like. It's not necessarily that, like, gay, you know, like, singer, songwriter, country people want to, like, get into this space. It's that we've been in this space, and we just want to tell our stories, right? Yeah. you know? And why do you get to tell your story, but not me, right? So, yeah, yeah. Like, we, we want to be part of it because, like, the reality of it all is that gay country people exist and been here Mm -hmm. and been done like being ignored or it Mm -hmm. most of the time it is ignored it's one of those things like oh yeah we just don't talk about the fact that like he's gay that's the ASMR of it all Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but queer people have existed in the history of this country since mm-hmm. the inception of this country and especially in country areas you know and uh, brokeback mountain and um 310 to yuma taught us like bitch has been here so the fact that like we want to just be expressive about it doesn't mean that like right. we're trying to erase whatever country music is it's just it's part of the narrative yeah you know i mean we we talked a little bit about the Hispanic side of it. And I mean, is ethnicity and uh, sexual orientation the same thing? That's a different conversation. But we've talked, we three have talked about how Mexicans want to see them. Hispanics want to see themselves in media, music, movies, series, whatever. Right. I personally cannot imagine that it's not the same thing for Gay mm-hmm. and queer people. Hey, mm-hmm. but time out. Scarface is one of the biggest movies ever. That's a white dude in the movie. Exactly. But, but, but I'm not mad about that. I guess but, I, okay. I, and, 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 I mean, and, a little bit mad about it, but also not mad because like Al Pacino's right. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not but, but I, I guess that's my thing. Is 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 it's not like a pushback. It's more of a devil's advocate sort of thing. Okay. Where it's like, I I I I get it. I think yes, queer country rural people exist, and like. Yo, what I live your truth, y'all. What I want is for white cis straight men to stop profiting mm. off of the stories of queer black and brown people. Because we 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 do talk a, a lot about it in the sense of ethnicity of white men playing white men and white people playing and people of color in this Emma Stone playing a Haw- native Hawaiian in that. One movie that I can't fucking. <laughs> that, that's the ha ha talking. That's the ha ha talking. That, that, that movie, ha ha. called. We polished yeah. off two bottles of tequila here. Airhorn that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is that no, like, no, I get it. I, I, I appreciate what what has happened. Well, with I guess these... my question is this: Do you think it's in 
with malice, conducted with malice. Mm. No, I think it's conducted with clout chasing. Okay. Well, and and that and we've already established that that's yeah. bad enough. We have we have I'm, talked I'm, about. I think that's what we, yeah. I Ambition is a weird beast. Yeah, yeah. it is. And now, I can ride with that. Now, yeah. going back to the man in black of it all. Yeah, Johnny um, Cash forever. Oh, welcome on the pod. What what I? <laughs> oh, you're talking about that oh, man in black. I'm sorry, I went aliens. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, are we talking about Tommy Lee Jones? I mean, technically we are talking about aliens. Is Johnny ain't on Earth no more. Yeah. <laughs> now, what I'll say is, again, country music has this tradition of, this narrative tradition, uh-huh. right? And I kind of view art on its own, whether it be writing or songwriting or uh, uh, visual art, it's a white canvas, right? It's white canvas. It's, for sure. it's right. white for yeah. sure. But it's that's a, white. I mean, and, and we already saw the conservatives take country music and use it for their own means, right? Mm-hmm. So if there are queer people, trans people who are oriented to country music, fuck yeah, make country music. Mm-hmm. Do it, right? If yeah. that's what you're leaning to, mm-hmm. right? I don't know that I'm leaning to making country music. I don't know that Chili or Rooster are, the thing but make is, it. The thing is that they are not given the space or opportunity. Like yeah. nobody yeah. in their right yeah. mind would have ever greenlighted what Dallas Dixon did. <laughs> you know, Dallas Dixon. absolutely not. But because Dallas yeah. Dixon is a uh, allegedly, allegedly, I don't, I don't want to make you know presumptions about somebody's sexuality or you know like gender identity, but allegedly a cis hetero straight man, you know, like. And just decided to do this like character, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's 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 kind of like a Dave Chappelle of it all, where right. like Dave Chappelle gets to create characters to make fun of or profit from other identities, right? And that's that's where in the promise the the uh, problem lies. Um, but that isn't that isn't to say that isn't to say that the Hano music isn't country music because god damn it it is we just speak spanish right. and we've been rolling that isn't over to say hoes. that uh this isn't um motherfucking bob bouncing off my booty cheeks i love the way he rides i can hardly breathe when he's pumping deep inside i kiss him on his neck and then he kisses on my pussy call him daddy while i holler man that boy's so damn good looking fucking bob that's a fucking bob, and ain't that right? I can hardly breathe when he bouncing on my pussy. Okay, but <laughs> with that, where we at? We out. We out. We out. We've been here for nearly two hours. We've been drinking. We've been drinking. We out of tequila. No, we the fuck out. Thank y'all so much. Mm. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. I have have to do professional developments in the morning. Uh, Oh, you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, we're we're (laughs) recording this early enough. It it ain't even 7 o'clock, okay? We didn't even go to the banana show, okay? God damn. (laughs) But we did. And we went to the donkey show. Anything that's uh, coming up that y'all are want to shout out? Are you excited about this uh, new school year? How are you feeling? Did you have a good summer? I had a good summer. I did. I did. I, I I got a lot of things that I wanted to do in mm-hmm. to the summer. Um, so you know, you know, um, ready for the year. I'm ready for the year. I'm not ready for whatever the Texas legislature decides they need to do with it. With, with, with our system. Of, speaking of white um, people, by the way, I'm just gonna say this. Uh, 
public education for everyone. Fuck vouchers. Fuck charter schools. Yeah. Fuck private schools. Oh. Talk that shit. Air horn that bitch. And I'm not saying that because I want to keep my public school job. I'm saying this because charter schools and private schools are just a way to segregate education. That's it. That's, you know. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chibi, are you excited for anything? Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not. I just came from gay summer camp. Uh, gay summer camp was kind of uh, amazing. Uh, I have a retreat coming up in like uh, you're gonna two be months. on a farm and shit. I'm gonna be on a farm. And play them bops. You know, like I, you know, just, just, just... that's me. You. That's a cricket. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, gonna be, be hearing Jeepers crickets. Creepers. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna add. We're not excited for pumpkin spice. It's August. Yeah. Uh, Do you like pumpkin spice? I love yeah. it. No, I, I fucks with it. You, you know I what? love pumpkin spice. I we just don't buy Starbucks anymore. We got to stop the pumpkin spice hate. No, we do not. <laughs> Best pump, pumpkin spice hate. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. We have yeah. to stop that. No, and, the, the pumpkin spice hate. And, and you know, down with the pumpkin spice, there's always apple cider. God damn it. The fall is just the best season. Yeah, yeah it and really is. Spooky season. This is could it be, got, could it be? Could it be? Maybe autumn always. Oh. Did I? Oh, oh, oh wait, wait a second. Did Sadika. I not? Right, we're not excited for Dia Muerto season at H E B. Always. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to fucking finish this album that I've been working <laughs> on for fucking never. So like, we gonna get that happen. I'm excited to uh, record your album. We're doing it uh, and uh, your audiobook because you got a book coming out. Yeah, and I'm excited about that. And we only have what? One more podcast left? One yeah, I think we're gonna do one more. Oh, um shit. and then we're gonna take a break because Chibi's busy. Life. Um we're gonna we're gonna bring back words and shit. If she ever responds to my text messages. <laughs> she t- I talked to her the other day, 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 day which is hilarious. She's so annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, uh, oh, not us calling Raquel out on uh, this. Uh, uh, I'll add this to this, Chibi, because uh, I was on your uh, live recording for your for your album, yeah. and it was bomb. And and I, I'm oh. ready. I'm ready to have that on my Spotify. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. And if it's the same production level as for for Rooster, then fuck yeah, you have no idea. yeah. So yeah, we we are uh, we're gonna record one more episode and then we're gonna take a break for a while. Yeah. Uh, Producer Chibi has some other things to work on. It was but a I season. We got you, other things they, to do. It, they are worth it. They're worth it. And we're getting there. Uh, Rooster, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram at. R-O-O-S-T-M-T-Z. Where can they find YouTube? That's right. G-M-I-N-E-Y-E-S. Also, Rooster has a book coming out. Pre-ordered now. W-A-N-Poetry.com slash Rooster. Link in my bio. That's- JR, where can they find you? I am Mr. Tostada. M-W-E-S-T-E-R-T-O-S-T-A-D-A on Instagram threads and wherever the fuck you can think of. This on has threads been- heavy. This has been After Two Tequila Shots. If you've been fucking us with fucking with us for over a half a year. Bussy. We love you. Good Thank night. Thank y'all for liking our bussy. We appreciate y'all. Bye.